All right, well, welcome back to Shit Talking with Samantha and Faith, the Hi. millennial, Gen Z, where mm-hmm. we talk about random shit. Yay! Yay. <sighs> I've had about enough about talking about shit going on in the world. What about you? Yes. So, tonight, I've put together a few true crime stories to talk about. Spoopy. <laughs> so, do you want to, is there anything you want to add before we begin? I never add anything before we begin. Just thought I would ask. No? Okay, great. So, okay, the first one I have up is a Cleveland man kept three women captive for 10 years. That is a lot of years. Okay, here's the story. Between 2002 and 2004, Cleveland residents Michelle Knight, Amanda Berry, and Georgina Orgina de Jesus. Okay. All went, I hope I pronounced that right, all went missing after accepting a ride home from Ariel Castro. Castro lured each girl, restrained them, and locked them up in his basement. To everyone in the neighborhood, Castro was just another guy. No one had any clue that he was keeping three girls captive in his home. At 2207 Seymour Avenue, just three miles from the area where they all were all abducted. For 10 years. It wasn't until May 6, 2013, when Amanda Berry got the opportunity to escape with her six-year-old daughter. She was able to get the attention of neighbors and called the police from one of their homes. She identified herself as Amanda Berry, stating that she'd been missing for 10 years and had escaped. She sent Cleveland PD. Hang on. Stuff is... It's finally airing out. Really? Really? Right now? Okay, thank you. She sent Cleveland PD to Castro's house to free the other two women. Castro pled guilty to the kidnappings, 937 criminal counts of rape, and aggravated murder. He murdered them? He was given a life sentence, but spent a whopping month, one month, in prison before he committed suicide. Prison just isn't for all of us, I guess. That's what I have to say. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, how? That's on some criminal mind shit. It really is. It is on some criminal mind shit, for real. That's insane. No, you're going to have me up at, like, 3 in the morning watching Criminal Minds now. But wait, there's more. There's more to that story? No, we're going on to oh. the next one. I was like, there's more to it? Okay, I cannot pronounce this last name very well, so forgive, like, if I get this wrong, I'm, no, I'm not going to pronounce it right. It's Gertrude Vanizewski? Vanizewski? Something like that. Okay, oh, she held, know, see the spelling. held Sylvia Likens captive and tortured her to death. Gertrude was paid to care for her sisters, Sylvia and Jenny Likens, while their parents were traveling as carnival workers. Okay. The Benazweski family physically and verbally abused both of the Likens girls until the focus shifted solely to Sylvia. Sylvia was kept locked in the basement, eating only scraps. Everyone was told that she had been prostituting herself and had run off with some men. 
That is when Benesuski even forced Sylvia to write a letter to her parents confirming the lies. In October of 1965, Sylvia Likens died in the basement. Her official cause of death was brain hemorrhaging. After finding her victim dead, this bitch Gertrude, concocted a story for the police claiming that Sylvia had been attacked by a group of young men. However, when the police came to investigate, Jenny took this opportunity to say, get me out of here and I'll tell you everything. Gertrude and her daughter were both sentenced to life imprisonment. Richard Hobbs, Coy Hubbard, and John, I guess, Jr., whatever. They were sentenced from 2 to 21 years in prison for the roles they played in the abuse. Damn. That, yeah, that's crazy. I want to say, I want to say that that was actually somebody, they made a movie about that. Honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. I want to say, because I want to say I saw a movie that was similar to that. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Moving on. (laughs) Next story. Colleen Stan was kept in a box under her captor's bed. This one's fucked up. I mean, they're all fucked up, but... That reminds me of, uh... Something that I that I did see on Criminal Minds. They pulled out a box from underneath the bed, and it was just a, a dead person's body all dressed up. I want to say that that might have been similar. Like it was might have been based on this. I'm not sure. Colleen Stan was hitchhiking when 23 year old Cameron Hooker his his last name is Hooker. Okay, that's a common last name. And his 19 year old wife Janice picked her up, drove her to a secluded wooded area, and pulled out a knife. Hooker forced Colleen to wear a blindfold and gag, and then he strapped a 20-pound wooden box around her head. The next time the car stopped, they were at the home where Colleen would remain a prisoner for the next seven years. Cameron would place her in a small coffin-like box at bedtime and slide her underneath his bed. Colleen was brainwashed into believing Hooker was a part of some larger organization called The Company. And if she tried to escape, the company would get her. He even made her sign a slave contract. For most of her captivity, Colleen spent her time in that box under the bed. This continued until Janice decided she wanted to get her husband help, so she helped Colleen escape. Cameron was found guilty and was sentenced to 104 years in prison. That's a reasonable sentence to me. Yeah, life. Because who do you know makes it to 104? Well, he wasn't one when he was well, born. I, I know that. Or whenever he started doing it. When you, if you're like in your 20s or whatever and you kidnap somebody, they give you 104 years. Like, do, does that judge honestly think that person's going to like make it that long? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. It could be a miracle. I mean, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think that the judge the judge thinks that way. I don't know. Life without parole. Death sentence. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't kill anybody as far as I'm aware. Oh, 
sentence. I think you only get the death sentence once you like if you're like a serial killer and you kill like a lot of people. Oh, this next one, I would definitely, I'd definitely give this motherfucker death sentence. Like this one, I got some shit to say. This one pissed me off. Okay, Hickman brought the body of his victim with him to pick up the ransom money. William Edward Hickman was 19. He abducted a 12-year-old Marion Parker from her Los Angeles school in 1927. After the abduction, Hickman began sending letters to her father demanding to be paid in gold certificates. He signed them as Fox Fate. One letter read, Your daughter's life hangs by a thread, and I have a Gillette ready and able to handle the situation. After changing meeting places multiple times, the Fox and Marion's father finally met on a street corner where Marion's father could see his daughter sitting in the passenger seat of the kidnapper's car concealed up to her neck by clothing and unable to move. Once her father handed over the ransom, Marion's body was thrown out of the car and a coroner later testified that she had already been dead for 12 hours. The courts hung Hickman for his offenses in 1928. And that is how that should be. I'm sorry. But once you kill my child, you kidnap my child, you you that's it. Like, you have my hit, and then you want to, for real, I got nothing left to lose. I will hunt your ass down. Well, you do have two other kids if one Well, gets I mean, killed. if they're, they're going to kidnap one, why would they not kidnap them all? You know what I'm saying? Because not all of them are seen together. Well, I mean, that's true. But still. We don't even hang out in the same areas whenever we I'm all just saying, outside. if I would have been this guy, I would have been like, I've got nothing left to lose. I would fucking hunt that bitch down and, yeah, make a wish she was dead. I hang out at the table. Wyatt hangs out on the porch and Hope hangs out in the fucking tree or under the freaking shed thing. The garage thing. No, that's where Wyatt hangs out. Wyatt's not under the garage thing. And this is with Justin. Mm. True. No, he's sitting on top of the doghouse. Oh, God, he stands. <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, they both will get out there and they will stand and sit on the doghouse. I don't know why. Okay, next step, number five. There's a word in the fifth story thing. Yeah, that's what I said. This is probably going to be quick. Okay, the lipstick killer left a note for police begging to be caught. Have you heard of the lipstick killers? Probably. Probably. We've watched a lot of BuzzFeed and Salt. Okay. I've watched a lot of true crime stuff on my own. Anyways. Okay. In late 1945, the lipstick killer left a note for police sprawled in lipstick on the wall of the second victim's Chicago area apartment after slaying two women. That said, for heaven's sake, catch me before I kill more. I cannot control myself. One month after that message, six-year-old Suzanne Degmans was found missing from her room. Her parents recovered a ransom note outside her bedroom window that said, Get 20000 ready and wait for word. Do not notify FBI or police. Bills in fives and tens. And on the back of the note, it said, Burn this for her safety. 
At the same time, the mayor of Chicago received a note that read, This is to tell you how sorry I am not to not get old Degnan instead of his girl. Roosevelt and the OPA made their own laws. Why shouldn't I? And a lot more. After an anonymous tip suggests they took the sewer, they just suggest they look in the sewer near the Degnan home, police found the severed head and torso of Suzanne Degnan. After a citywide manhunt and a few false starts, the police arrested William Herons. Even though the courts convicted Herons, there's still speculation as to whether he was actually responsible. Did he own up to it? I, I guess he never denied it. Because he was arrested. They convicted him for it, so... I mean... I don't know why there would be speculation as to why he wouldn't be responsible. If he's the one that they, like, went after. I feel bad because that poor child... Jeez, man, she was only six. Well, anybody that gets killed, that's crazy to me. I think that's sad. Yeah. But she was so young. You know what I mean? Like, all these young-ass kids, like, that's crazy. I don't understand. It's the real world, Samantha. The real world. Did you just... I will hurt you. Okay. (laughs) The next one is called The Bear Brook Barrels. I don't know. Stop me if you've heard this one. You're going to let... This one's in the 80s. Do what? That one made me feel like I was having a seizure. It's a tongue twister. I had no clue what you were saying. (laughs) The bear? Like, the bear. Animal. Brook. Yeah, I... I I know what a bear (laughs) is. Okay, here we go. In 1985... A hunter out in New Hampshire's Bear Brook State Park mm-hmm. made a shocking discovery. He found the remains of a woman in her mid-twenties to early thirties and a young girl both beaten, wrapped in plastic, and stuffed into a metal drum. Police were unable to identify the two victims and the case went cold. In May 2000, a detective decided to reopen the case and visit the scene. To everyone's horror, two more victims were found about 300 feet away from the first two. They, too, were concealed in a metal drum, and while their CO, their, their cause of death was undetermined, it did date back to the same time period as the first two victims. They were much younger than the first child. One was between two and four years old, and the other was between one to three. DNA testing concluded that two of the children were maternally related to the woman. The third could have been a paternal half-sister or cousin to the other children. The identities of the family remain unknown. There was nothing in the database to link the girls to a father. Not a missing persons report or any other family members. None. Then in 2016, DNA connected convict Terry Petter Rasmussen to one of the toddlers unearthed back in 2000. At the time of discovery, Rasmussen, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, referred to as a chameleon, went by many alias, aliases, including Bob Evans. Okay. He is suspected in more than half a dozen missing persons cases. 
but passed while incarcerated in 2010. Crazy, right? So we're not going to know. It's unsolved. <laughs> that was gross, Mom. Don't do that. <laughs> Shut up. Please. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's one of the unsolved ones. Like, it, it didn't give me any more information. Okay. Well. So. I'm, oh, never mind. I'll ask you later. I was going to say, I don't think we've seen anybody. I haven't seen anybody doing anything on that. Maybe I just haven't been looking. Okay. Is this the last one? No. Okay. Number seven. Four teenage girls were brutally murdered in a strip mall yogurt shop. A strip mall yogurt shop. Mm-hmm. So there was a strip mall and inside that mall was a yogurt shop. On December 6th, 1991, officials arrived at a strip mall in Austin, Texas to put out a fire. However, after extinguishing the flames, the authorities found the bodies of four teenage girls in a in an I can't believe it's a yogurt store. That was the name of the store. The girls ranging in age from 13 to 17 had all been forced to remove their clothes and at least one of them had been raped. The killer, or killers, had used the teenager's own clothing to tie them up before shooting each girl in the head. Then, the murderer, or murderers, stacked three of the girls' corpses on top of each other before setting the fire and fleeing the scene. Eight years later, in 1989, four men were arrested for the murders, but only Robert Springsteen and Michael Scott were tried for the killings. Springsteen and Scott allegedly admitted to murdering Amy. Michael Ad- Scott? Yes. Yes. Sad thing to add. What was what is, what is that? Are you not even you know just continue. <laughs> Am I lost? Continue. Okay. Uh where was I? Where was I? Uh Michael Scott. Okay. <laughs> Springsteen and Scott allegedly admitted to murdering Amy Ayers, sisters Jennifer and Sarah Harbison, and Eliza Thomas, and they were convicted of the killings. However, a DNA sample recovered from Ayers was tested in 2009. It did not match either of the men, so Springsteen and Scott were both released from prison, leaving the yogurt shop murders unsolved. Somebody admits to something, they probably did it. That's what, like, that's what I'm saying. So why would you fucking release them? Because apparently they was like, oh, well, there's no evidence that points to them actually being the people. So I guess we can release them. Let's let them go. Just gonna release some, some bad bitches. People aren't that bright. Apparently. Okay. And another one. Number eight. Is this the last one? This is the last one. Okay. Okay, so an elderly pizza chef was hacked to death with a machete. On the morning of June 12, 2006, shortly after 72-year-old Eddie Pilatelli? 
I don't know. I can't look. You won't let me P-O-L-I-T-E-L-L-I. look at the screen. P-O-L-I-T-E-L-L-I. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> he arrived at the Stevenson Ranch, California pizzeria, where he worked as a cook. A man forced him into the alley behind the strip mall where the restaurant was located. Moments later, the owner of the pizzeria, Anthony Spasato, I really hope I'm pronouncing this right, entered the business in time to overhear Eddie pleading with the attacker not to hurt him. Alarmed, Spasato exited the restaurant and went around to the alley only to discover the elderly employee trying to flee from his attacker. When Politelli tried to run away, the man started hacking the pizza chef with an 18-inch machete. After killing the 72-year-old man, the murderer fled the scene in a gray Dodge Magnum, while Spasato, the owner of the pizzeria, was able to provide law enforcement with a description for the killer and his vehicle. The person responsible... For Eddie's brutal death has never been identified. How are you going to provide a description? I don't get it. But the the but the, the murderer was never identified. Like how? Did he just go into hiding after that? Was the pizza really that bad? I don't know what this dude his deal was with this poor old guy. But look in today's society, you got people stabbing old men over them asking you to wear a fucking mask so you know there's that yeah. I guess people do fucking crazy shit all the time you guess you mean you never knew that well no yeah of course I did but <laughs> uh, yeah people do stupid shit crazy unbelievable stupid stuff yeah. God. Some people, I guess, just don't, like, they don't appreciate human life. There's the train. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, is there any, that was it. That was it for true crime. List. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about this evening? No. I just really wanted to get this podcast over with. Ah! I love how you get in there and you're like, let's do this podcast. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And you're like, come on, let's do it. And I was like, it's not going to be that long. And you're like, all right. And I was like, let's go do it. And then you sat here and barely talked again for the second time. But the thing is, I told you we got to get this podcast over with. Well, it's done now. Yes, it is. That's all of our content. <laughs> because she's too busy over here doing her nails. Um, yeah. Your nails. You could never have the audacity. They're cute, though. I know. That is adorable. And I'm kind of jelly. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> My nails cute. Yes, yes, they are. Your nails are ugly. They look like poop. How 
dare you? They look like silver, shiny poop. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah, you could never. I will. I will. You could never have these cute nails. I will tell you scary stories. You better behave yourself. <sighs> Ew, how dare you ah! burp at me and blow in my face, you nasty. Alright, so is that the end of the podcast? I mean... Yeah, we don't got nothing. I guess, unless you want to... Oh, she was going to rank her true crime. That's what I found on my stories, B. Rank her true crime. You want to find some good, spoopy stories about true crime and many other things, you can go to ranker.com. You can search what you're looking for. This is where I found all of our stories from tonight. No, but this isn't sponsored, Mom. It's not sponsored. I'm just letting people know because I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, this is what I figured out on my own. I didn't research this. I read it off of a website. It's obvious you didn't research this woman. I will hurt you. Ingenious ways seemingly foolproof crimes were solved. Okay. (sighs) We could talk about mysterious bodies that were never identified. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I think. What have you been doing this week? What have I been doing this week? Let's see. Uh, not a lot. I've been um, going to sleep at three a.m. and waking up at ten p.m. or ten a.m. Pretty much. On TikTok, and I've been on Facebook, and I've been on Twitter, and I've been on Instagram, and doing the same old crap. Looking at the same old bullshit news. <sighs> I said I wasn't going to talk about this. <laughs> and here I am, back at the news, because that is all that's all over the freaking TV and the internet. Is Donald Trump being a moron? Yeah. So on and so forth. Protesters still fighting strong. Millennials and Gen X and Gen Zs and do everybody doing their thing. Is that what you, you've been doing this week? Yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much what I've been sitting here watching all this stuff, yeah. Besides two trips to Sonic for iced coffee. I got waters, and today we got mozzarella sticks. Ah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. My outfit was cute, but I didn't take any pictures. Your outfit really was adorable, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how you use that thank you. It's I don't yeah. have, like, a regular shirt that's, like, has, like, a different color collar or something. Like, an actual, like, collar collar. Not, like, your regular shirt collars. So. Like, polo collars? Yeah. So I was all double-shirted up. But it was cute. It was a cute outfit. I mean, yeah, I know. I had a green ice cream cone, and I had a red My Hero bracelet and a blue one. They're all like those little jelly, like stretchy bracelets. Yeah. And then I had like a red bracelet with tabs on it that I made because like red like matched the collar. Tell them where all those tabs came from. 
LaCroix. <laughs> She's on a LaCroix kick. And they, all the tabs came from all of her cans. But there's only four. But yeah. And I have my glasses. My glasses are clear with like round lenses. And I had some wide, wide leg jeans. Some 80s jeans. Um, and I have like these white, like high platform-ish shoes that are tennis shoes, so I wear that. Are those, are those your Hilfigers? Wait, wait, wait. Those short, those shoes make me short. I'm trying to think of what the dang name of your shoes are. They're literally right there. I literally, you have so many blankets, like you're freaking back from the day, I can't see over them. It gets, it gets hot in here. You mean it gets cold? Well, it gets hot. I got some new blankets. You have so many blankets because it gets hot in here. No, it gets hot in here. But I have so many blankets. I don't know. I love you Shut so up. much. I love you so much. <laughs> Alright. So basically that's it. And I've been writing this week. I was going to say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What have you been doing this week? I started learning Italian on Duolingo. Because I'm cheap. And I've been learning Danish because... Scandinavian area, my guy. Because we found out that we... We! We have some Scandinavian in our genes. Which is pretty cool. I think I'm learning Danish. It's something that starts with a D. I'm pretty positive that's... I think think it's Danish. But I'm predominantly learning Italian. I need to get back on Because I have a book, a character in my book that is Italian. And I would like to actually be uh, an intellectual on the language. I don't want to just... So I've stopped learning Korean to learn Italian. And that is my life. Hoot hoot. I, I just... I haven't been on there in forever. Yeah, we know, Mom. <laughs> I need to stop being lazy. What about... Yes, she... she's She has... You have been working a lot on your character um, development. Yeah, I'm developing my characters. You gotta have the three-dimensional characters, baby. She has inspired me to do the same. Yeah. I guess I just have inspired all the women into this house to either rework their books or to write a book. My little sister thinks that if she just comes up with characters, she'll write a book. And I tried to give her advice, and I was like, it's not as easy as you think it is. And she was like, I'm going to write a book. Bless her heart. She tries, though. Yeah. She's, like, all her characters are based off of yours. I know. She was like, I'm going to make twins. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, don't do that. That's the same exact thing as Faithy. And she was like, but, but. I was like, no. I was like, you got to come up with your own, like, ideas, girl. Come on. You could do it. Literally. I gave her, I I gave her Pinterest stuff, like, writing prompts and stuff to look at. Yeah. 
She just you. needs to be guided better. You she know needs what I mean? to find her brain. She's not. She's got to find her own way. What about She's been coming to me and asking me a lot of questions. She's like, well, what if I can't ask Faye, then what what about you? Good, like, yeah, yeah, she's not the only fucking person that writes a book in this house, you bitch. That is not what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said, but I'm like, yeah, you can ask me. Like, she asked me, like, for some of the names on her characters, and I was like, I had to help her out. Did I not show her what a name generator was? I think this might have been before you showed her the name generator thing. But either way, she'll get there. She just she needs more. I told her to choose time. Look at a place in time to have her book so she can have more accurate names. Yeah. And she was like, well, I don't know. And I was like, well, mom's book is in present day. Like 2018, actually. And my book is in 1984. So where are you going to have your book? And she's like, Probably in, like, the 90s. I know stuff about the 80s. She doesn't know nothing, nothing about, the, about 90s. the 90s. You know stuff about present day. Like, what the fuck? I love her, but Jesus. She knows not a whole lot about the 90s. She was like, I guess the 90s, because it's in between. She could do any time she wanted, really. No. You would think she would do, like... I don't know. 80s, because like, my book is in the 80s. Well, no, sometime in the 2000s, because, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not like she can't look that stuff up, like, up either, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. She just... Just have her watch Britney Spears music videos. <laughs> oh, God. There's something, speaking of which... Caitlin, me and Caitlin already talked about it. Did you? Yeah. I was... What the... What is going on? What did I miss? Because I don't know what's going on. All I know is something's going on with Britney Spears again, and I don't know. Uh, it has something to do with her dad or something. Oh. And, like, her not being able to... She's, like, on drugs. Like, medical drugs or something. Oh. So she can't consent to, like, the ideas he's having, like, on, like, given to her and stuff. I don't know. I was like, isn't that bitch, like, 50? She's not. No, she's not. I don't think she's 50. Okay, I was like, no, she's like in her 40s. And I was like, oh. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. So, I'm assuming her dad's probably like using her or some shit. There was still food in that bag that I brought in here. Yeah, and I ate it. Okay. I didn't know. I just put your laying down. Or I ate one of them on the phone with Caitlin. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't eat the other ones because you had your mouth open. Well, I am so sorry. You really had the audacity to get another mozzarella stick after you'd already bitten off of one and then you didn't even like it. I'm sorry. So you bit off of both of them and then nobody could eat them. I love you. Alright, anything else for this week for you? No. You have any plans for next week? Um, Italian. <laughs> Learning more Italiano. And writing my book and stuff. 
Sounds good. I have more studying to do and I need to figure out what is going on with your school crap. I need to make an eye doctor's appointment. And then I need to go um, drive my my BMW to the vet's clinic for my dog. Yes, absolutely. Because she needs to get her vagina cut off. <laughs> what? What? I can't. She can't even. have babies if she doesn't have a baby boo. Oh, I can't even. I mean, you're not wrong, but that was so left field. <laughs> I hated that joke. <laughs> we were just fucking made that joke. My goodness, that <laughs> it was there. It happened. Ooh. That's great. My future is ruined because of that joke. And <laughs> uh, yeah, it's recorded. It's there. It's never going away. Maybe unless I just edit it out. I could do that. You're not going to. But I won't. (laughs) Anyways, and that's what I have to do this week. Yeah. I'm going to shower tomorrow. I was going to shower today, and then I got distracted. I started having um, some pains. Some bowel problems. Okay, you could have just said I have my medicine water right here. You could just said some paints. And you have a hole in your lip that appears. You thought there's any left in there. That's too much. Bond dive it. Yeah, whatever, Mom. What? Whatever. Whatever. I've got pineapple. And pineapple apple. That's cute. Alright, I'm hungry. If these are stickers, why don't... Are you actually, like, taking them off? Oh, you are. No. I'm transmitting them, Mom. Um. Don't think that's what that means, but okay. Transmission. (laughs) Transmission. In four, three. Oh, no. (laughs) Hey. genuinely listen to that song she genuinely listens to many many different kinds of music was a motley crew that was motley crew what else i listened to tiffany <laughs> what a queen queen what else was david bakugly bakugly that's not his actual name i'm just being what was that the other one you were talking about you listening to it wasn't david it was listen to bon jovi yeah bon jovi i listened to madonna I listened to Guns N' Roses. Many. Cindy Lauper, dude. Cindy Lauper. I listened to Heart. I listened to a lot of stuff. 
You have how many songs? Uh, just real quick, how many songs do you actually have on this playlist? On this playlist? Oh my god, okay. I don't know, but it's three hours long. How many playlists do you have? I have. I have one. I don't listen to one of them. I'm thinking about getting rid of it, but I have my happy songs playlist, which is like all my English songs. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, the shower playlist, and then I have the study playlist, and then I have the alt playlist. Oh, okay. All right. Well, with that, we're going to be ending this episode here. I've guys... got new favorite songs, guys. <laughs> If you guys have gotten this far, thank you for listening. We always appreciate you. I know we're insane. <laughs> yeah. But we love you. And I hope you all have a good week, day, whatever. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bing, 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 bing.